The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by hosts and guests on this podcast are their own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of UCLA Athletics or UCLA Gymnastics. The content of this podcast is strictly for informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. I love being in the gym. I love just sitting on the block and watching the girls go. And what needs to be tweaked with this dance move? I need to tell Alex how much I love her new floor team. I'm just really, I love being around great gymnastics. I just love the history of being a part of something so important, just gymnastics in general. Welcome to the Bruins on Deck edition of the Resilience to Brilliance podcast where you'll be inspired by riveting behind-the-scenes stories from current members of UCLA Gymnastics. I'm your host, Kim Hamilton-Anthony. Here we go. Marzetta Frazier was on the 2017-2018 U.S. national team. At UCLA, she became the Pac-12 uneven bars champion and a four-time All-American. She finished her 2023 season having hit all 131 routines of her collegiate career, not a single fall. And 2024 marks her sixth year at UCLA. I sat down with her to chat about what motivated her to come back for another year and what resilience will look like for her during her final gymnastics season. Hey, Mars. Hi. How's it going? Just got back from practice. <laughs> okay, just got back. Well, you're, you're looking kind of fresh to be Thanks. out of practice. I, yeah. I tried. Thank you. You tried. Yeah. I'm still chalky, <laughs> well, but all this is. St- oh, there you go. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Uh, you're So you're in your sixth year yes. at UCLA and many gymnasts are ready to be done after that fourth year or maybe even the fifth year. So what was it that inspired you to come back? Well, I would never be able to live with myself knowing that The opportunity was given to me to pursue another year at UCLA, and I didn't take it. I knew it's something I had to do. And I knew that if I didn't want to have any regrets in life, I got to at least try. So a free education at the best school in the world, absolutely. I cannot turn it down. And then another year of the sport I love, uh, that makes me emotional, last go-around, and then doing it with my incredible team, it, it's just the opportunity I couldn't turn away. Yeah. Tell me about that emotion that you're feeling, even as you describe that. It's all coming now. I didn't, I didn't get as emotional last year because I, I kind of felt like I still had some gas in my tank if I wanted to do another year. But this year, because it really is it, it's hitting me. Um, I remember I was doing my floor routine with BJ a few weeks ago, and I just started crying. And this is my last floor routine I'm ever going to get. And that's just really, it's the end of of an era for me. And gymnastics has been my life, literally my life. You know how it is. Oh, I do. Right. So it's just um, a good emotional. Like, I'm really just embracing the last moments I have left. Oh, so how do you keep yourself motivated in the gym to keep things fresh, exciting, and fun? 
I try to keep up with the freshmen. I try to. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They keep you going, huh? They inspire me so much. I love them. Aww. All the girls, just world-class gymnastics all around. All the girls, they're, they're not playing it safe. They're doing huge gymnastics. So it's impossible not to be inspired. And then you look around the whole gym and you see all the banners and the pictures and the awards and the legacy. Like, how can you not be inspired? Mm, That's really good. Let's jump into your resilience story. Are there any lessons that you've learned from past experiences that you're able to tap into now Mm -hmm. as you finish out your sixth season? A lot of lessons, absolutely. I would say a big one is being your own biggest fan first. Huh. Yeah. Um, Where does that come from? My dad has told me that my whole life, but especially in this new age of social media, Mm -hmm. it's so easy. And being a gymnast, period, you really look for validation through others. And Uh, of course, um, you need corrections and everything, but... Sometimes that you take it to heart, you take it personal, or it's mean, and it can really like dull your sparkle. And so I've learned, or I try to learn, it's hard to do all the time, but I try my best to just, no matter what, as long as I'm giving it my best attitude and my best effort, I'm proud of myself. Regardless of if it, the turn was bad, or the competition wasn't how I wanted it to, or my grade on the paper wasn't an A plus, it was a B plus, whatever. Mm-hmm. I gave it my best attitude, my best effort. So I'm going to bed proud of myself regardless. Very nice. What are some other lessons that you've learned in resilience through the years? So I say that one because I just remember I went a whole year without doing gymnastics. And then I started my fifth year and I was so sore. I am not <laughs> 17 anymore. I was really, I tried to bounce back. It was not right. And I just remember on my little scooter around campus, I'm scootering and I'm just crying down all the bumps because I'm just so sore and I'm tired. And that's how I started really tapping into my resilience as an adult, I would say, a young adult. Um, That was really super challenging for me because I, I didn't feel like the gymnast I used to be. And I was, um, I was being so over analytical and judgmental of myself when I should be proud of myself that I'm even trying again. And so that's where that comes from. Like the fact that you're even, you're waking up, you're putting your feet on the ground, you're washing your face and you're going out and you're trying is enough to be proud of. So that's resilience in itself. And that whole year coming back, injuries, my ankles are toast. Mm. But... Oof. That just comes with the path I chose. And so I got to walk it and I got to make sure that I am waking up at the crack of dawn, going to treatment. I should be doing that more, just being honest with myself, Um, being smart with my turns. Today, Janelle said, I need to start thinking like a professional athlete. And just there, you got grown men playing football for 20 years after they make it to the league because they are taking care of themselves so well. And when she said that, to, she said that to me three days ago. I'm like, oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm not the gymnast I used to be. And that's okay. You're going to get different versions of yourself all the time. 
And it's important to give yourself grace and to grow with yourself. Like, for example, I wouldn't, I wouldn't treat my little sister in a way that wasn't kind and sincere. So why would I treat myself like that? Why would I belittle myself? If you love yourself too, why would you not be kind to yourself? So that's a little Mm -hmm. resilience. Yeah, that's a lot of resilience because sometimes it is easier to be nice to other people than we are right. to ourselves. And we, we, we can be so hard be, because, I mean, that's a part of the sport in a sense, because we're trying so hard to reach perfection. We want to be our absolute best. And uh, I love that Janelle told you that you should be thinking about how those pro athletes were playing 20 years and they're hurting, but they're getting treatment. They're doing, they're getting the sleep they need. They're doing those extra things to keep them out there on the field. I think that's such great advice. Thank you. I need to take it more. I need, I should, (laughs) I should be doing more. I really should, but um, I'm doing the steps. I'm getting there. Good, good, good. (laughs) I'm happy to hear that. Now, who do you call on when your days aren't going as perfectly as you would like them to go? Who do you call on for encouragement and support? I talk to my parents every day, both of them. So definitely them. It's like clockwork after practice. I'm, I'm walking home. Hey, and I just tell them how I did. And my mom can hear it in my voice. What's wrong, Zet? Ooh. Like, mm-hmm. Nothing. She's like, "What's wrong?" Said, oh, "Mama knows. Place. She knows. <laughs> she knows." And my mom, my mom will give it to me straight, and my dad will will baby me. So sometimes I'll call both of them, and depending on mm-hmm. how stable I'm feeling, determines the order <laughs> with, of who I call. <laughs> but I'll, okay, they're always there for me, no matter what. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Are there any of your teammates that you rely on or even past teammates oh. that you look to for encouragement or support? Whenever Gracie Kramer comes into the gym, it, she really was my mom. <laughs> when I was a oh. freshman, I felt like she inspired me to want to just be, really be on top of it. She was always so organized and ate healthy and she would cook me dinner and I just, she was such a big role model for me in the gym and in life. So I love that our friendship has expanded beyond gymnastics and we still keep in touch. And I'm so proud of her stunt career. She's doing an amazing job. Like gymnastics was just the, the beginning for her. She's gonna, she's taking off. We still keep in touch. She's my big sister always. And in the gym, there's so many Pisces in the gym. Like, I don't know why. So we have our little Pisces group and we're all emotional (laughs) and empathetic. And we're just so we get each other emotionally. Like Mm -hmm. Brooklyn's one of them. Emma Andres. um, So that's been good. Obviously, the fresh. I'm trying to keep up with the freshmen. Just watching them. They have so much energy. They don't know what's coming. They're just ready to (laughs) take the bull by the horns and go. So Mm -hmm. I'm with them. And our senior class is incredibly resilient. Just thinking about all of them, injury-wise, school-wise, they're taking some crazy majors. and They're so smart. And their grades are incredible. There's so much inspiration everywhere. And our managers, even, they're like taking a final, running back to the gym, fixing the board, running back to take a... So um, there's, 
there's inspiration everywhere. And I'm close with all the girls. It sounds like everyone is giving 100%. They're all in. Mm -hmm. They're there. Yeah. That inspires you. That inspires me. Shoot. (laughs) Right. Even if it's not physical, like they really Mm -hmm. are. They're showing up and they're being exceptional teammates regardless. You talked about the freshmen not knowing what's coming. Yeah. You know what's coming for sure. (laughs) So when you think about the upcoming meets, what meets are you particularly looking forward to? It's a little conceited, but my birthday is one of the home meets. Oh, when's your birthday? It's February 25th. So we're home that day going against Cal. Okay. For the first time in like five years, I might see my whole family on my birthday. Oh, that'll be nice. I'm excited about that. Now, you talked about some of the ways that you're being resilient and how you'll be resilient this season. What about the person out there who is trying to achieve a goal? They want to be their absolute best. And there's some things that might pop up here and there that prevent them from just going straight there and achieving the goal. How would you encourage them to be resilient, whether they're a gymnast or not? Maybe they're out in the real world. They they have a job. What would you say to them? You need to believe in something, someone, somewhere, yourself. You need to believe in something, whether that's your Lord and Savior or your parents or yourself, or just your vision board, you have to believe in in something. And you just, you got to get out of bed and you got to try. And like I said before, it seems like the bare minimum, but the fact that you even are trying really is a big deal. And you should be really proud of yourself. With my faith, my mom has always taught me, ask, work, and you shall receive. And what's for you is for you. If you have a million people working hard for your dream, what makes you special enough to get that dream and beat out all those other million people that want the same thing? Like, what makes you, why do you deserve it? That's what you need to believe in. So for anyone going through anything, first of all, you're not alone. I'm sure that there's someone down the street or in the next room that's been through something similar. And that's what I need to remember. Gratitude is everything. You know, Miss B, you can't be gracious, grateful, and anxious at the same time. And that's so true. It is. Scientifically, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So just, it's, it's not anything big. I feel like um, those, those are just tips I keep in my back pocket that keep me positive. Not in like a corny positive. It's authentic. I'm authentically positive because I really am. I'm being kind. I feel like I'm making choices that I would be proud of. And everything you do is a choice. So you just got to try. So that's my advice. Just try and be proud of that. And it, it seems small, but it means everything. It means everything to me. Great advice. Thank you. After this year... You'll be launching out into a totally different world. What are your plans after you finish your gymnastics career? Oh, the plans. I'm getting that resume together. Um, mm-hmm. Right now I'm doing actually an internship with UCLA's compliance office. 
and I'm working on nice. a certification in project management and then another certification in uh, sports and entertainment management. I'm excited to use my skills and just keep an open mind and just try things. I feel like I'm young enough to try anything. My, oh, yeah. My parents got sure. my back if I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm excited to expand myself. That's really good. I'm excited for you. Thank you. And it's okay. You don't have to know exactly what you're doing as you come out because you might try different things and some things you thought you wanted to do, maybe you don't even enjoy them once you finally get an opportunity to do them, but you will find that path. And I love that you're expanding your opportunities, you're learning new things, and that'll give you more choices. Absolutely. Like I'm still, I, I remember I, I've been cutting MJ's floor music for a few years now, not while she's been in college, but for her elite career. And I was choreographing floor teams, doing the music. I was hopping in the studio myself and writing and recording, dabbling with that. Um, I had a cute little show Mars mic'd up mini meet moments or whatever. Okay. And yeah. I was commentating. I would love to commentate gymnastics. I feel like that would okay. be really fun. Um, so just a lot of things. And then this internship, I'm learning about the rules and regulations of the NCAA. And so it's just expanding. Options are definitely open. I like to hear the different options that you're considering. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mars, I have one final question for you, and that is, what does living in brilliance mode look like for you? Brilliance mode, I find that I'm the most healthy when I'm singing. The, I just realized that about myself about a month ago, and I, I hurt my ankle, the usual stuff, uh, rolled it, whatever, it happens. I finally healed up. And I turned, I dusted off my jukebox and turned my Bluetooth on and turned my speaker on. And I'm like, wow, I haven't sang in a month. I haven't listened to music except in the gym. Like I haven't, I haven't been in my creative zone. And when I feel like I'm flourishing, it's when I'm creating. It's when I'm dancing. It's when I'm singing. And I'm happy-go-lucky me. So when, how I get there I just need to make myself create, if that makes sense. So um, I love getting out, sitting in the sun, drawing with some markers, some Crayola markers. I love to paint. I love to create music. I have a little home studio. So I will sing, I'll record, I'll make some music, I'll make some poetry, I'll make some cover art. I love being in the gym. I love just sitting on the block and watching the girls go. And what needs to be tweaked with this dance move? I need to tell Alex how much I love her <laughs> in the floor team. I'm just really, I love being around great gymnastics. I love gymnastics. I love watching it. I love learning about it, the history. Um, you're a four-time national champion. Like, I know about you. I know about all the Bruins alum. Like I, Aww. I just love the history of being a part of something so important. Just gymnastics in general. And then when I just express that gratitude to myself, like it's not so bad that your ankle's hurting. Mark said it. 
there's so much to be grateful for. Like, go out, sit outside, call Kalyani, and go make some arts and crafts. Like, go <laughs> call FaceTime Nora and tell her about your day. Um, just making sure I'm around people that I love, love me, and that I'm doing things that bring me joy, which is being creative. So living in brilliance mode, um, I don't need much. Uh, I just need to be in my safe space. And I can create that anywhere as long as I look for the tools that I need to create it. Thank you. Creativity is king. And you're in the absolute best place, best city for creatives (laughs) that I can imagine. It's it's hard to get in the funk or get stumped creatively creatively when you're here. But it happens. And you just, you got to be kind. You really have to be kind to yourself. Gymnastics is hard enough. Like the sport is hard enough. Life is hard enough. You at least got to be there for you and lift yourself up. Give yourself a hug. That's what I think. (laughs) Good stuff, Mars. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you're busy. Likewise. And I just appreciate you being here. Likewise. Thank you. This was so nice. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Margzetta Frazier, check out our show notes on inbrilliancemode.com slash podcast. And to connect with UCLA Gymnastics on Instagram, follow them at UCLA Gymnastics. Any use of this podcast without the express written consent of Brilliance Mode LLC is prohibited.